they're letting all these shitty experiences now take them out of this journey, who's the real loser here in this place? They obviously didn't learn a single thing during this process and they're blaming the rest of the fucking world for this when really it was their fucking fault right from the start. And I know this sounds a little You're listening to The Angry Designer, where we cut through the industry bull to help frustrated graphic designers survive and thrive. What's up, Angry Designers? Massimo here. Trying something new tonight. I feel like 200 and some odd pounds a little lighter because tonight I'm flying solo. So sadly, I have to first have the drink by myself and I've got nobody to clink it with. So it just feels really weird. However, it shouldn't change the taste. But uh, let me just double check that for a second. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Still tastes pretty kick ass. All right. No fret. No worries. Sean is not gone. But um, let me tell you what happened. So weekend comes. Sean, the cool guy he is, has two gigs, all right? He's got a gig at this one, like, total dive bar that um, is totally his scene, no matter which way you you cut it. And, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's perfect for him, and, and he loves those environments, needless to say. But he also had this other gig, which was this whole unplugged event, which was totally kind of cool. You know, it's acoustic guitars, no amps, you know, different kind of drum set. And, you know, him, drums, totally fucking cool guy. I'm totally jealous. And then um, me, of course, I got kids and kids are now back in school and, you know, there are germs everywhere. It's just like, it's just ridiculous. Needless to say, come Monday morning, we're all talking. I feel like shit. He feels like shit. You know, I'm coughing. I'm sneezing. I got a badass cold. He's coughing. He's sneezing. He's got a badass cold. We compare stories and then we go on into our production meeting. So this week, is the badass week, all right? Our biggest customer has their conference literally 10 days away, all right? Which only leaves us really like seven working days. And there's still a ton of shit to do. Like we're literally talking about 20% of all the work we do for our largest client is within three weeks of the year. And this is three weeks. And this was our go week. So, you know, Sean's got a ton of shit. And, you know, and then of course, Mitch has got videos and then Tally's got all these jobs and these press releases and Caitlin's got all these documents. Everybody's working together, right? Going like crazy. And Sean manages the whole creative department. So we're good. We have this production making. We, we make our plan. We head to it and uh, we start working our asses off on Monday, right? Tuesday morning, I get a text and good old Sean's like, uh, uh, got the vid. Fucking guy's got COVID. Okay. So this makes everybody go fucking crazy because of course I'm sitting there thinking I'm sick. Do I have COVID? Of course, you know, we got test, test kits at the office. I'm sticking stuff up my nose, up my ears, up my ass, whatever it takes. Right. I'm clear. Right. Everybody else in the office is freaking. They're like, what do you do? Because we all had these crazy ass meetings with him yesterday and and like literally close proximity. And it's just like, fuck, right? Everybody's freaking out. And especially because not only does 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 he manage the creative department, but he was also responsible for 10 PowerPoints this week, all on his own. All right. And of course, of course, of course, of course, most importantly, are you good? Are you feeling good? Dude, go rest up, do your thing. We'll take care of shit. Right. But the reality is we 
had to step up and take care of shit. So, I mean, again, you know, like I, I get it. You know, I'm not going to be as good as Sean in this because, I mean, the dude is a rock star. You know, he owns, you know, these PowerPoints with the customers and, and you know, he's he's efficient and he's managing to make this shit happen like in, in obscene times. But the reality is he's gone. And shit has to get done. And unfortunately, whether he's sick, you know, or whether we're down two people or three people or our fucking internet is down, we are still responsible for that shit. And the client doesn't care. As amazing as they are, they're not going to care that anybody's sick. They might be sympathetic towards what happened or a cause or a plea. But the reality is this is their show. This is what they need. And right now, you know, they don't give a shit what has to happen? They just want to make sure it gets done. So unfortunately, I had to lace up my shoes. I, I haven't done PowerPoint in a little while. And I had to literally jump back in. And it was, it's been about two months, three months since, you know, I had to, you know, actually touch PowerPoint. And let me tell you, it still sucks. Needless to say, it was a badass week, but we got through it. And so I figured with everything that happened with the experience and, and just so everybody knows, Sean is doing well. I did talk to him on Thursday and then, you know, we did throw him a couple more little things on Friday to do because the guy just felt like a total shit, right? But the reality is this week was a total testament of not just what we're capable of now, but the shit that we have been putting up with for the past 20, 25 years, right? And we as a collective team who is awesome, I love my team very much, but then of course, everything I've had to put up with, right? People always ask me, what do I feel is the most important thing, you know, to succeed in this industry, right? Like, what does it take? Like, you know, for a, a designer or for an entrepreneur or for an agency owner, right? And this week pretty much summed the whole fucking thing up. All right. It's, it, it, it honestly hasn't been design abilities. Okay. So first and foremost, right. The most important thing for that led to my success personally at Z factor has not been design abilities. I mean, I don't suck by any means, but I have seen what some of our angry designers, some of our followers are capable of. And man, let me tell you, I am fucking jealous. We have some incredible angry designers following us and the stuff that you guys do just blows my mind. All right. So, you know, that hasn't been a part of this. Okay. That hasn't contributed to this, you know, totally. And Let's face it, I have gone on record before and and I'll say it again, definitely hasn't been my management, my accounting skills, my business acumen, because this is something that was foreign for me, right? I was always a designer. Everything I wanted to do in life, you know, brought me to owning an agency. But unfortunately, while I was sitting there trying to, you know, make sure I was a great designer and I understood photography, I understood print and and this and that and client management, I never actually learned business and that was a tough struggle but so it definitely my success has not been because of business all right and it hasn't been by being a generalist you know or a specialist and again i i rave and rant about this this is what last week's episode was about right being a specialist has definitely helped us get acquired okay and it has helped us you know put a, a, a like a foot a mark on on who we are and, and has kind of propelled us ahead of our competition but this still hasn't been, you know, the secret to our success, okay, or the secret to Z factor success. All these things that I just mentioned, these are learned skills. These are things that I learned through the years and I got better at through the years, through experience, through trial, through error, but by no means these were not the key to the success. 
Okay, if I actually have to answer that question and say the single most valuable thing, in my opinion, more important than skill, more than experience, more than knowledge, more more than anything else, okay, the most important thing for any entrepreneur or career or someone's career, okay, to success is perseverance, all right, perseverance, just, just, just say that word, okay, it's like you underestimate what it means, but Fuck, I tell you, that word is the game changer, okay? And that's the word that people need to obsess over. Perseverance is the ability to pursue your passion over time and stick to it, no matter what obstacle gets in your way, all right? It's that that stick to itness to, to push through any bullshit problems that comes in our way, any obstacles, any mountains that, that you know, come ahead and, and, and try to block you, right? It's it's that drive to reach our goals no matter what the world says, no matter what the world throws at you. And, you know, not that the world is intentionally against you, but the world will throw shit at you. And this week was a perfect example of that. Like, nobody was asking for it. We didn't do anything wrong. This is just the way shit plays, all right? Perseverance continuously is doing something no matter how difficult, no matter how the odds are stacked against you in your favor. If you don't have perseverance, you will never ever develop your design skills or your business skills or your specialties or whatever it is to get you to that place that you have to be. Like seriously, nothing else matters. Nothing will get you through those times, through those places, through those fucking experiences. Like, there is no magic pill out there. This is no blue pill, red pill bullshit, okay? Hardships, they they hit you all the time. They're all over the fucking place, okay? Your ability to persevere through all these things is what you need to learn. Okay, so many times I have people reaching out. Um, we we've got people reaching out on, on you know from our website or, or on our Instagram, you know, with questions, right? Big question, common question: How do I deal with a shitty boss? Or or I've got a shitty creative director or a shitty marketing ma- you know manager who has no fucking idea what the hell it is. Like, how do I handle this? And the shitty, shitty, shitty answer to this is you just have to fucking deal with it. Okay, there's no magic cure to this. There's there's no answer I can give you that's going to magically change this experience from day to day. You can't argue with them because sadly, they're your boss. They're your superior in, in, in this business that you're working in. Right. And no matter what, you know, if you do argue with them, it's just going to make you look difficult. Okay, so you are going to be the one at fault here. You can't do shitty work or do any of this quiet quitting bullshit because unfortunately, it's only going to affect how you look, okay? You look to the company, you look to them, you look to future employees and you definitely, definitely can't go above their heads because you don't know what they did to get there. There could be some nepotism relationship that they're there. There could be a bigger picture. They might understand shit or no shit that you're not even privy to. Okay. So while they might suck at giving you creative direction, they might be fucking rock stars on, on the customer side or engagement or this or that who fucking knows. But the reality is you have to suck it up. Okay. Realize that this is just the now. Okay. This isn't the future. This isn't the forever. This is just the fucking now. And you 
are going to have to make the best of it. All right. Be the fucking best designer you can be. Make them look like a rock star. Okay. One thing that we used to make our customers feel so good about is I would tell them like, look, I don't want to be the star here. I want you to be the star. My job is to make you look like a rock star to your bosses. And you know what? They like that shit because they were the ones who were reporting to the bosses. They were the ones who gotten shit. Okay. And they had all the responsibilities. So they like that. All right. So in my opinion, make them the rock star, get their trust and then seriously move on. Okay. This isn't your life. You're not committed to this forever. Move the fuck on. At least in this situation, you should have learned something to move forward with. Okay. Move to a new job, a better job, and know what to ask for in the future. In your next interview about the people that you'll be working under. Okay. People ask how, you know, we get questions all the time about how do I deal with, you know, pain in the ass demanding clients? Well, the reality is our fucking whole entire platform is pretty much based on demanding pain in the ass customers. Right. But I mean, some people are bitching about, do I just, I'm, I'm tired of this customer. They're being a fucking pain in the ass. And, and I, I haven't even finished this project and I just want to give them their stuff, you know, give it to them and walk away from it. Like it never happened. Like, no, you can't fucking do that. You can't give them their shit and walk away from it. By doing that, I mean, you haven't helped yourself out in any which way, shape, or form. If you, You're just walking away from the problem, okay? Right now, okay? Right fucking now. Through all this amazingness, I took on a client, okay? We took him on early this year, January, February. This client, you know, was like on paper, the perfect client. Okay. They were rock stars in the space. They were all over the place. They had experience like all the way back from fucking Steve jobs. Right. And they seemed pretty humble. Right. But then all of a sudden during the contract and everything, they were getting really weird. Okay. Really weird. Like they were just pointing shit out and this and that. And I'm like, wow, like they're acting like fucking babies and prima donnas over this contract. All right. And I, and I, and I went and I told a couple employees, dude, I, I'm not sure I'm feeling this, right? Like there's something just wrong. Right. And, and everybody's like, look, you know, the money's good. The job is little, the person is fine. Just take it. We'll get through it. You won't even have to deal with them. Well, fucking worst thing I could have done. Remember, remember a couple episodes, you know, a couple episodes ago, I would said, listen to that inner voice. Fuck, I keep kicking myself for not, okay? Because this customer has become the whiniest, the babiest, you know, customer. This this is the customer that has literally completely 100% fucked up and didn't even come forward and say like, wow, my bad, I'm sorry, let's move forward from this. No, they just didn't even address the fact that they did this. Like, so I can't wait to get them the fuck out of our agency. But the reality is I can't. Okay, you can't walk away from a job midway, even if you think nobody else will ever, 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 ever hear about something like this. It's about honor. It's about you. It's about what you're committing to and what we all believe. We can't. We have to stick through these shitty customers. Okay, and and again, you're not going to learn anything if you don't stick through these shitty customers. We're always going to have shitty customers, okay? Clients who don't respect, clients who will belittle, clients who will push you, but you can't give up. You got to finish that fucking job. You fire them after you finish that job, but then you move on. And in the future, 
you fucking keep your eyes open for signs on this shit so it doesn't happen again. And God knows. Now, whenever I have that little fucking bell that goes off, that's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, listen to your inner voice. Man, I promise I am going to be just like, I'm going to walk away from that. Or I'm going to quadruple the price, hire a fucking project manager to do the whole thing for me. And I'll just check in once a week just so I don't have to deal with that kind of shit. Okay. But the reality is if you just quit halfway through and leave and like pretend it never happened, you are not going to learn anything you're going to pussy out of that experience you're not going to take anything away from that fucking experience so no matter what you have to bite down and get through that fucking job okay or somebody sadly and i mean i've had people ask this and this has happened to me but somebody that is supposed to support you or somebody you know that that you look up to and is supposed to be a motivator completely lets you down a friend a partner your profit school you know your mentor that you've always been relying on they're the ones that are supposed to be there to help you through the rough times for whatever reason somehow unknowingly kill your dream okay so maybe it's not intentional maybe they had a really 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 shitty day but the thing is you can't let their one two, three little experiences, words, you know, comments, statements or whatever, fuck up your future. You can't give them control over your future, your dream, your reality. This is the part that, you know, this happens, man, you know what? You all know that I have not had it easy when it came to school. I went to, you know, graphic design college. I knew I always wanted to be a designer. I, I I worked hard. I worked hard before college. I finally, you know, I had a little freelance gig going into college. I went to graphic design college, got into one of the one of the most prestigious graphic design colleges in Canada, only to have them like two thirds of the first year be like, with your attitude, you're never going to make it in this fucking industry. So it's like, fuck you first and foremost okay so that did nothing but motivate me okay but then when i switched over i said you know what i'm gonna learn the rest of the business i'm gonna switch over to this advertising course and i'm gonna learn how to run the rest of the business okay so then all of a sudden everything changed i had good teachers they were motivated they 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 taught me how the rest of the business was and i was just gonna rely on my passion towards design to build out the graphic design part that obviously i was not gonna get at the college so in this course okay although this course was a very broad course and it was to teach you about media and marketing and a little bit about creative i was that creative guy everybody knew that oh massimo he's the one who wants creative agency creative agency creative agency right and you know by term by definition what i wanted was a creative boutique i didn't want to be buying and selling media shit and i didn't want to really get too deep into marketing because unfortunately people don't want to pay for marketing right and you know these profs in this course were fucking amazing they really were they were great people and i remember one of my best profs who was super experienced in this and that you know just kind of said something he probably didn't mean it but he's like oh you want to have a creative boutique eh well that's pretty difficult to do especially if you're not living downtown toronto so it was just like what the fuck you know what i mean like like don't say that. and i remember him saying that and even to this day like this is like 25 30 years later i still remember him and i know he actually didn't mean it in a bad way he didn't mean it intentionally he was just like from experience being like wow having just a creative boutique and specializing that much a little tough especially if you're going to be living in fucking kitchener waterloo if that's where you want to like you know whatever and you know but 
I didn't let his comment make me go astray. I saw what I wanted. I was clear as fucking day. I was not going to let him or her or anybody else distract me. Take me off that course. Absolutely fucking not. And you know what? My first 12, 14 years of business, they were fucking hard. Okay. They were. And we had to take on all the shit that we didn't want to do to get to that point where we get that reputation, where we could start pulling back and niching down. We had to take all that work that we didn't want to, but we stuck to it. And I fucking more than ever stuck. I worked hard. I put in those hours. I stayed late. I made it happen. Perseverance is that ability to stick to your plan, no matter what anybody says, no matter what, in, what stands in your way, no matter what gets in your way. It's that grit to just do whatever it takes, whether it's extra hours, weekends, you know, like getting scrappy and figuring out what kind of help you need to get you over this, right? It's this get shit done mentality that we've embraced at Z Factor, of course, which has done as well, but it's to embrace that to mentally get you through these fucking goals, all right? These are the points in your career where you're actually going to learn how to do shit, okay? Like, you don't learn things when everything is fucking awesome and everything is going good, okay? The true test of seeing what you're made of and what you can handle isn't when everything is great, money's flowing and, and, and you know, like you're being like, wow, you're just so great and your design's on cue and you're banging them out and wow, you're just such a rock star. That's not when you fucking learn shit. You learn shit when things are bad, okay? When all the cards are stacked against you, when you're backed into the corner, when you literally have two options, cower, be weak, cry, baby, or fight the fuck out of that corner. That's when you learn how to deal with something, okay? That's the most valuable shit you learn in your design experience, in your career, in your business, okay? This is where the learning opportunities are, the growth, you know, the growth mindset you need to embrace to fucking take these things and move forward. Learning isn't done when you succeed at something, but learning is done when you fail at something. That's fucking key. And that's something you have to remember. It's not when you succeed and you're like, whoa, look at what I just did and look what I learned. No, no, no. It's when you failed. Thomas Edison, the creator of the fucking light bulb, was famous for saying that he didn't fail 10,000 times in creating a light bulb. He learned 10,000 ways on not how to make a light bulb. It only took that one fucking time for him to make that light bulb, all right? But he figured out 10 fucking thousand ways on not to make the thing. Failing is part of the process. If you don't fail, you don't learn. It's like when you fall on your ass from, you know, learning how to ice skate for the first time, you're not going to, you know, fail and walk away from this. You learn how to get up and how to correct your body so you don't fall that second time. You don't fall a third, 10th, 20th. Man, for me, 100th time, I'm a, I'm a Canadian who can't ice skate, so I suck at this. I'm sorry. But again, it's this whole, you have to embrace that it's okay to fail at something because it doesn't make you a failure as long as you learn how not to do it again. You do the same shit over and over and over. Fuck, okay, maybe you're asking, maybe you're asking to be a failure, but seriously, you have to learn how not to make it happen again. Perseverance is getting yourself back up 
after falling because that's how you're going to learn. You're not going to learn by giving up or skirting around it and running away. And remember, it gets easier and easier and easier to get up time and time again after you fall. You see things clearer, you're stronger, you've been here before, things are a hell of a lot more familiar. True test of a designer's grit, of a designer's per perseverance, isn't to crank shit out under perfect situations. When you're inspired and when money is flowing and, and when jobs come knocking at your, at your door. No, 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 no. You know what? A true test of a designer's perseverance is when you have to crank shit out time and time again because you have back-to-back -back deadlines with clients and we all know that you know our, our industry's peaks and valleys okay you can't control shit you you know sometimes you go drive for a week or two and then you're back-to-back -back projects okay you know perseverance is when you're constantly pushing yourself through those times that that you don't want to design and that's key pushing yourself through the times you don't want to design and what are you going to do about when you're stuck who are you when you get stuck? How are you going to act like when you're stuck? Shit, honestly, that's the part. Or when you're burnt out, okay? You know what? So what? What are you going to do about it? Cry to the world and say, oh, you know what? I'm burnt out right now. I need to take a break. You can't go to everybody and tell them that you're burnt out because you're basically going to the whole world and saying that, you know, you suck and you can't handle pressure of multiple clients and bigger projects. So just give me lighter, easier shit. You know what? You have to get creative. You have to reach out to colleagues. You have to reach out to other people. Maybe you need some help and reach out to some random people on Fiverr for, for ideas or inspiration. Who fucking cares? But the reality is just because you're burnt out, it doesn't mean the world fucking cares. You have to persevere about this. You got to try something new. Try to, to manage something different. Figure something else you can do. All right. You want to hear a fucking big bomb right now? I'm just going to be honest. Maybe it's the bourbon. Maybe it's because it's like late Saturday night. All right. I am burnt out right now. I have been burnt out probably for the past two fucking years okay i didn't go fucking cry about it oh poor me i had a business i had employees i have fucking customers and you know it sucks that my creativity was was wasn't being inspired by inspiration i wasn't able to my mind and my hands weren't coming together which really sucked but the thing is the world doesn't fucking care about that my clients need shit. They're paying for it. They're needing shit. So instead of whining about it and putting the whole problem on me, I had to deliver. I had to persevere and figure out a way around it. I surrounded myself with really fucking amazing people. I hired amazing people. I have amazing people around me on a regular daily basis, people that are more creative than me and that aren't burnt out. And I learned how to lead them, not how to do it myself. And that's why this week was such a huge week for me because, again, it was kind of felt great to just get back into the thick things and actually just like like, like it used to be, like, you know, back-to-back -back jobs, you know, crazy hours. It fucking felt invigorating this week to get back into that. But the reality is, because I've been burnt out for, you know, the past little while, I've just had to learn how to manage the hell out of our clients, out of the agency. I had to think differently. I had to do things differently, okay? The thing is, the difference is, I did something 
about it. I persevered through these times and I kept going. That's the difference, okay? Successful people in this space, or if, if you want to be successful, you have to persevere through these times because honestly, I'm not somebody special, okay? I am definitely not the best designer out there. Definitely wasn't the smartest guy in school. But if I figured out a way on how to build a seven-figure fucking creative boutique in Waterloo, Ontario, then anybody can fucking do this. You have to see what you want and you have to fucking go for it. And you can't let anything, anybody get in your way and kind of stop you. That's bullshit. Okay. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Don't let anybody try to slow you down. You need to persevere through these times. There's always going to be that shitty boss. That's going to like, you know, try to stomp on your dream and tell you to do things their shitty ass way. And then you're always going to have shitty clients, you know, trying to belittle you or trying to get the best deal for their buck. You're always gonna have shitty teachers, motivators, people around you, naysayers saying, you know, oh, fucking you just draw for a living. You know, they're fucking jealous at what we do. Don't listen to that bullshit. Okay. If you were to give up during those tough times, you wouldn't experience those appreciative clients that tell you how much of a difference you've made to their business, or you won't get those colleagues, you know, that, that you've, you, you bond with for life over shit like this. You know, you won't, this is what our business is about. I saw somebody this week on Reddit and it broke my fucking heart, okay? Because this person made this giant proclamation about why they're leaving the design industry. And, you know, look at me, world. I've had too many shitty clients. I've had so many shitty bosses and, and I'm just tired. So you know what? I'm fucking out. Um, and you know what, the part that pissed me off about this is they were blaming design. They were blaming the whole fucking world for ending their fucking career. Okay. But the reality is they didn't learn a fucking thing through this whole process. Okay. They were being the fucking babies during this. They probably thought that they were right the whole time and the world was wrong, that these customers didn't understand what they were doing. And they made no fucking effort to try to convince them and learn how to better present, how to better their art, how to better their pitch, how to, how to learn from all this. Okay. They were probably like thinking that the whole world was against them. And they were on this baby syndrome, this whole, this whole time, honestly, like, you know, like good job. Okay. Cause the design world really fucking cares that you are leaving and you let all this shit get you to the point that now you are giving in. Like this is the part that sucks. They were letting all these external factors affect their decision. And in my opinion, design is, is, is a lifelong journey of passion. Okay. We are fucking passionate about what we do. This is what we do for a living, but this is more than just a job. This is a lifestyle. This is a way of thinking about breathing, about, about the way we look at the world, about clients, about UX, about every single thing that we interact with. And they're letting all these shitty experiences now take them out of this journey. Who's the real loser here in this place? They obviously didn't learn a single thing during this process and they're blaming the rest of the fucking world for this when really it was their fucking fault right from the start. And I know that sounds a little cruel because I know many people want to feel like they, they want to back out at, at, during these times, but you know what? You can't pull this shit. You can't, you've got to stick through every little bit of it. Okay. Honestly, like, and if honestly, oh, fucking shit. I know it gets tough. 
I know it's hard and I've had my shitty days. All right. But perseverance, the ability to persevere, the parent, the ability to go through and see that goal and get through it every time is what got me through all those hard times. And if I have to spell it out for you on how to do this, okay, if I have to spell out a way on, on how to actually learn how to persevere, even when you want to quit, okay, number one, have a clear long-term goal. And I mean clear. I mean, the clearer it is, the easier it is for you to reach that goal and to keep using it as a check and balance, right? Know what it is that you want. See it. Feel it. Live that goal. Because when you can see something long-term and you can see it very clear, that day-to-day bullshit that you put up with seems really small, okay? Like if you know that, hey, in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, or at the end of my life, I am going to have, you know, the creative boutique that fucking rocks that I've always wanted to have. Well, today might, you know, feel like shit, but it's nothing compared to a lifelong journey that I want, right? Today, tomorrow, a week, a month of bullshit, being burnt out for six months isn't going to matter if my long-term goal is like 10, 20, 30 years, okay? So have a clear long-term goal. Number two, believe that you already have that fucking goal, okay? Like when, and I know this is all like really high level Anthony Robbins bullshit type stuff, but the reality is if you believe you already have this in your life, it's just a matter of time before all the other bullshit gets out of the way for you to enjoy it and appreciate it. That's the key on this one, all right? So believe that you already have it It's just a matter of time before you clear the bullshit out for you to own it. Because honestly, it makes it that much more real to believe in it day in, day out. Number three, motivate yourself. Motivate yourself. Remind yourself that you got this no matter what. Keep checking in on number two. Keep seeing that vision from number one and motivate yourself to keep going past these moments. Okay. Number four accept that you are going to fuck up no matter what, accept that you know that this shit's going to happen. You're going to fail and that's okay that you're going to fail. You're going to get shit wrong. That doesn't mean that you're wrong. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. You're going to have bad clients and you know what? You're just going to have to accept that shit. You're going to have bad bosses. You're going to have to accept that shit. Accept it with open arms, okay? Arms wide fucking open and be like, what am I going to learn from this experience right now. I think that's a huge thing because people are so scared to fail these days. You know what? Don't be scared to fail. Wide arms. What am I going to learn from this? Use it as a learning experience. And last but not least, when you do fucking fail, because we all are going to fail. Okay. Get the fuck up and move forward. It's all right if you fail. Seriously, there's nothing wrong if you fuck up once or twice. But the thing is, if you all of a sudden lose confidence, you take a step back and you go in the wrong direction, you are only fucking yourself. Keep yourself moving forward. Do these five things. This is how you persevere in this space. This is the only thing that has got me through and got me as far as I have. And and I know this sounds stupid and I'm bitching and I'm a little angry right now. Maybe got a little bit too much bourbon in me. But the reality is I have been, you know, blessed with this fucking, you know, everything I planned out at a young age happened. And I think it happened for a reason. I had a plan. I, I had this long-term vision. I wanted to do this creative boutique and it didn't matter what anybody else said from my parents who I love very much and just didn't understand 
what it is I wanted to do for a living, to the fucking idiot profs that were supposed to motivate me, to those shitty customers, and, you know, reality, those shitty employees I even had. Right now, my employees rock, but it always wasn't great, and maybe this will be a future episode. But the reality is, there was a lot of shit that stood in our, my way, our way, on, on getting to where we are today. But the reality is, I made sure that none of it was going to hold me back. So don't let anything else hold you back from achieving what you deserve. Not what you want, but what you fucking deserve. Okay, weird. Um, hope you guys like this. This is kind of random. This is kind of totally weird, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging because, you know, Sean was sick and had COVID. Ooh. Reality is I miss my bro and, and we have to get him on next week's episode. You know, he might be crackly. He might not be in the office. We'll see what happens. But please, by all means, you know, let me know what you thought about this. I hope you liked something. I hope you got something out of this. And I hope it didn't feel like too much of like a late night drunken rant. But the reality is, um, you know, I can't tell you how much this shit works for me, worked for my career. And I know that this will work for you guys. So please leave us a comment. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me you liked it, you hate it, how I can improve this in the future if you if you need me more of this kind of stuff. And, and I hope nobody got offended if, if somebody was like, oh shit, I actually asked them this. It's hard when you're in it and it's hard to see, you know, a clear answer. And, you know, the reality is we're never going to give you bullshit. We're always going to say it the way it is. That's just what we do. All right, everybody. I hope you like what you heard today. Please, by all means, um, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line on our Instagram. Uh, give us a high five. You know, join us. We've got a great community there. Um, if I catch you on Reddit complaining about this, you know I'm going to be bitching about it. So please, don't do that. If you do, come to me. Let me talk you through these times. I think without Sean here tonight, the most appropriate way for me to end this episode, you know, we're, we're pop culture, you know, crazies here. And, you know, one of my favorite cartoons that I love to watch with my kids is Teen Titans Go. So I'm going to finish this episode with a song called My Bro. Peace, everybody. about me and my cute cute face my bro where you at i know you're thinking about me booyah to that my bro yeah buddy there you are looking right at me how bizarre my So, your sweet eyebrows, your bad mustachio, my bro, my bro, my bro, my bro. My bro.